The following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Axel to Morgan Miller in the left-hand corner, back out top to French. Throws it through the zone. The ball's deflected, but what a work there by Erica Bertrand to just out-battle that one. Takes it in the paint, kicks it back out top. Here's a jumper on the right wing. Let's jump it in by Kaylee Trampy. Tonight, it's a Fort Kearney Conference doubleheader from Axtell as the Wildcats host the Loomis Wolves. High School Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Buffaloes get it up to Gutsweiler against the man-to-man. There's the back cut, but they mishandle the basketball and turn it over. Ball fake three. Here comes Johnson for the lead. Got it! 54-53 Loomis. The FKC tournament begins Saturday, and all four squads sport winning streaks heading into tonight's action, led by the Loomis boys who remain undefeated. It's the Wolves and the Wildcats coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Axtell with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back, everyone, to Loomis and Axtell. Axtell High School, Fort Kearney Conference doubleheader game to the boys contest. Our girls game competitive throughout, very low scoring. And Loomis able to find a way to a 37-32 victory here this evening to pick up their eighth straight win and deny Axtell their third win in a row. Here, you've got boys games that are pretty hot. Loomis, 15-0. The top teams in D2 are undefeated except the Humphrey schools in D1 and D2 are number one, and they played each other, so that's why there's a loss there. And uh, 15 and 0, ranked third in D2 for Loomis, 11 and 4. Yet they'll be the number six seed in the conference tournament. Are the Axtell boys? This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99. Had some basketball earlier tonight, and we've got the Nebraska women right now on the breeze, 94.5, leading Minnesota, 39 to 30. That game is at the half. Also earlier tonight, the Hastings St. Cecilia girls advance on to the Centennial Conference Finals as they beat Archbishop Bergen 45-32. The Kearney Catholic girls lost in a consolation game to Aquinas 44-41 in overtime and the Adam Central boys 52-41 over Aurora. We'll take a look at the starting lineup for our game right after this. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. 
Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Wolves of Loomis. Number one, six-foot sophomore Shea Swanson, 12.5 points a game. Number two, six-one sophomore Quinn Johnson leading the team in scoring at 16.5 points a game. Number 11, 5'11 senior Nolan Benjamin. Number 14, six-foot junior Carson Orcutt. And number 23, a 6'5 senior Josh Marcy. Head coach is Drew Billiter, assisted by Casey Verbka, Jason Maskin, Mike Brummer. 15-0 for the 11-4 Axel Wildcats. Number 12, 6-3 senior is Tyler Danberg. And Danberg is the team's leading scorer at 15 points a game, but two others right there as well, including number 14, 5'10", senior Zach Heinrichs, number 20, 6-foot senior Nick Pearson, number 22, 6'1", senior Jacob Weir, and number 24, 6-foot sophomore Brennan Rungi at 15 points a game. The head coach, Brent Heinrichs, is hit by Rob Heinrichs and Dusty Jurov, 11-4 on the season. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank, and Carney will tip it off next. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer hybrids pregame show brought to you by. Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Benji Klein will put the ball in the air. Josh Marcy will win the tip. And Loomis will have the basketball. Again, it's not that Axtell won't get up and down the floor, but they don't want to run the same pace as the Wolves. With a basketball up top is Nolan Benjamin looking for the back cut. Of course, remember, a long time ago, his father, Trent, was a coach here at Axtell. He's in attendance tonight and driving Swanson the ball knocked out of his hands. Good deflection. Swanson got it back, and finally it's tipped back up the third time. No good. Rebound will be brought down off the Carson Orcutt miss by Tyler Danberg. He was the first man to knock it away, but it went right back to Swanson, so they had a third opportunity. So Loomis denied on the opening possession of the basketball game. Axtell will work against the man-to-man. Axtell scores 61 points a game. Reverse layup. Zach Heinrichs down the base side up and in. Zach, one of the three players in double figures average-wise for Axtell. The Wolves have four players that average double figures. They get 71 a game. Down to Marcy on the right block, trying to back his way in. They double him out. Good job by Nick Pearson. Driving in, Benjamin. Jump stop in the lane. Left-hand scoop shot, no good. Ball deflected away. It's loose. Grabbed here by Axtell. Nick Pearson will have it, and he'll get it into the hands of his point guard in Heinrichs. Heinrichs averages about 14 points a game as well as he brings it across the timeline for the Wildcats over on the right wing to Jacob Weir. You'll see man-to-man all night long. You'll see some backcourt pressure reaching in to knock it away and causing the travel as Quinn Johnson knocked it away from Jacob. Then Jacob went to dive on it and called for the travel. So Axtell will turn it over, and Loomis will get another opportunity here. 2 nothing, just underway, 90 seconds in on KKPR-FM. Carney, Loomis, Axtell, Keene, Hildreth, all of our friends along the way. Glad to have you along with us. As Shea Swanson has it on the right wing. Pick out above the three-point line by Marcy. Drives left side. Gives it to Benjamin for the three. It's no good. Long rebound comes out to Carson Orchid. He gets into the paint. He's in some trouble. He'll put it up. It's in and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Danberg. So a couple contested shots in the paint that have not gone early on here for Loomis. Wildcats up 2 to nothing. Two minutes gone here in the ballgame. Heinrichs out on the left wing. Guarded by Benjamin. 
They probably knew each other when they were, maybe, maybe they knew each other. It's been a while for Trent, I guess. Out at the high post, coming in Danberg, some contact. He'll put it out the window and in. Good, strong move there. That was Nick Pearson, excuse me, not Danberg. It's 4 to nothing. And at the other end, trying to go coast to coast here, getting trapped in the paint. Loomis needs some help. Johnson trying to get it to Swanson. Ball knocked away. Zach Heinrichs has it. Should be a foul. And finally, there it is. They were going to let him go, but too much reaching. And Carson Orcutt will commit the first foul of the game here on Loomis. So two and a half minutes in. Again, last time we saw Loomis, or I saw Loomis, was that first game after the holiday break where they were down 21 to Elm Creek and came back to win to keep their unbeaten streak alive. They've only played a couple teams with winning records since then. And the Wildcats get a step back three from Brennan Rungi. And it's 7 to nothing. Axtell on top here, 5-10 to go here in quarter number one. Brennan Rungi off the inbounds. Lob it down to Marcy. Marcy wants his first shot. He clears some space off the glass and in. So Joshua Marcy gets Loomis on the board here with 5.05 to go in quarter number one. 7-2. Fast break the other way. Getting into some trouble in the right-hand corner. Rungi, but Brennan gets it out of there up top to Weir. Back over to Rungi, guarded by Shea Swanson around the perimeter. Three high, two low. And every time you hear that whistle, you're going to know it's Brent Heinrichs here as we set just down the end of the bench on the stage, as we always have at Axtell. Heinrichs pushes it all the way to midcourt, guarded by Benjamin. Off the pick and roll, gets it into the paint, attacking with a right hand, and scoring is Tyler Danberg. Set it up, found a little spacing, and we're able to drop it into the high post. Danberg did the rest. Now Swanson brings it into the double team, and he's going to be fouled. Zach Heinrichs tried to reach in, and he did, and he grabbed him. Zach nods his head. His first foul, first foul on Axtell. Loomis ball underneath their own hoop. A lot of noise here in the gym, especially on our side as they lob it into Marcy. He's doubled. It doesn't matter. He's trying to get out of there, and then he did walk with a basketball. Marcy got away of the first double team. And then when you get away from the second double team without dribbling it, there had to be a reason, and that's the second turnover for Loomis. Heinrichs will bring it in. A little different-looking press, a diamond press, I guess you will. Pull up three in transition. Is in and out that time from Tyler Danberg. The ball is slapped out towards the top of the key. It's going to be grabbed by Swanson. Shea will push it up for the Wolves, and he walked again. Just trying to force it where there's nowhere to go. And a little frustration here early on for the Wolves. They want to get out. They want to go. There's going to be a lot of possessions. They may turn it over a few times, but they're going to get some layups along the way. Heinrichs picks up his dribble. Long outlet pass to Danberg into the front court. How about a three-pointer for Rungi? It's way short, though. Ball, because it was so far off the mark, got deflected, and Jacob Weir will pick it up. Then he'll try a three, and it's way strong. And then we're going to get a fight for the loose ball. They're going to call a jump. Nick Pearson and Shea Swanson tied up. The arrow points the way of Axtell. 3.41 remaining here in the first quarter. Axtell has jumped out to a 9-2 lead over undefeated Loomis. And the inbounds pass over to the right wing. Driving in. Rungi gets stopped. Turnaround jumper and he hit it. Boy, that's good defense over there by Loomis. But Brennan Rungi hits the turnaround jumper. And that makes it 11-2 now in favor of of Axtell up by nine. Ball knocked away. Johnson's on the floor. There's a scrum for it. We're going to get a timeout called by Axtell. Loomis turns it over 
Axtell will call the 32nd timeout. 3.20 remaining in the first quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians, Axtell 11, and Loomis 2. People you know. Community Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. In the second semifinal of the Centennial Conference Girls Tournament, it's Central Catholic 10 and Lincoln Christian 8 at the end of the first quarter. The winner will get Hastings St. Cecilia at 4 o'clock Saturday on ESPN 1460 and 1550. So Loomis has turned it over four times. Axtell has an 11-2 lead after the steal of the timeout. Zach Heinrichs will bring it into the front court here. Loomis trying to extend the pressure. They'll get it underneath. Rungi's there. It's going to be blocked. Blocked by Orkut, but it's picked back up. Benjamin blocked it off the glass. Orkut picks it up, and it's going to end up falling into the hands of Jacob Weir. And Jacob will lay it up and in. And it is now 13-2. Loomis trying to find a way to get the ball down to Marcy. He comes up to the high post, dropping through the double team and finally getting a scoop shot, Shea Swanson. And it was very close to a travel. You heard it from the uh, Axtell fans, and it was very close. They are not afraid to try and go through a double team, and that has not worked for most of this game. Heinrichs in the corner to Rungi for a quick three. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Marcy. Marcy bringing it up himself. The ball gets knocked away. Picked up here by Shea Swanson. Swanson drives in. Little jump stop. And we're going to get a blocking foul before the shot on the Wildcats. Brent Rungi, or Brennan Rungi, excuse me. Brennan with his first. And Lewis will get it underneath their own hoop. Trailing by nine, 13 to four. 219 to go first quarter. Benjamin finds Orchid inside. He hit the rim on the way up on the layup. It's no good. The rebound brought down by Jacob Weir. And then a foul on Orchid trying to knock the ball away. And that's the second on Carson Orchid. So he'll check out. Coach Billiter goes to the bench. Here comes Jackson Lobby, 5'2 junior. 5'10 junior, excuse me. And at number 10, Aiden Lovett, 5'9 junior into the ball game. So a quick start tonight by Axtell. Things have simmered down a little bit as far as the scoring goes, not the tempo. And the inbounds pass comes in about two feet to Tyler Danberg. They're trying to keep it out of Zach Heinrichs' hands. They do. Outlet pass to Weir. Jacob in the front court. Coast to coast. Up. No good, but draws the foul. Nolan Benjamin. So if you can break that press, and as this lead has gotten larger for Axtell, Loomis not panicking but putting on an even tougher press or overplaying in the backcourt. You get by it, you're going to get burnt. And at the line to shoot two is Jacob Weir. First free throw of the game is up and in. Into the ball game now for Axtell is Calvin Johnson. And checking out will be Pearson. Ten-point lead right now for Axtell. Second free throw on the way, and it is good for Jacob Weir. He's got four, and it's 15-4 to four in favor of Axtell as Loomis will walk it up here with Nolan Benjamin. Over to the right side to Shea Swanson. Off the high pick and roll here with Marcy. Back over on the right wing to Benjamin. Try to get it to Marcy again. Ball knocked away. Marcy flexes, gets it, drives the right baseline, loses a shoe and falls down because of it. And the rebound as he threw it up is grabbed there by Jacob Weir. 
And it wasn't even a Loomis player that lost the shoe. Excuse me. Axtell's got the basketball. Losing his shoe was Tyler Danberg. Zach Heinrichs comes in, and head coach Brent Heinrichs has decided, I'm going to use that 30-second timeout because my guy doesn't have a shoe on. I'm not sure if Axtell would have just came out to midcourt and said, hey, we need an official's timeout to get the shoe. But they didn't blow it dead. So this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. A minute 33 to go in the first. Axtell 15, undefeated Loomis 4. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. With our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, Doug Duda with you here at Axtell. A big thank you to our sponsors and to Athletic Director Brad Nelson and the folks here for their hospitality. Axtell Ball gets it into the paint. Little jump hook comes off the heel of the rim. No good that time. Off the miss of Calvin Johnson. Love it. will grab the rebound. Up ahead, they find Lobby in the left-hand corner. Trying to find Johnson off the curl screen. Gets it down to Lobby. Lobby. Boy, he's being banged around, but he's tough, but he's able to square up and score. Marcy with his second bucket of the ball game. 15-6, a minute to go here in the quarter. Zach Heinrichs, he's trying to get by Shea Swanson, and Swanson bumped him. His first foul, the team's fourth. Not only can you hear our high school sports on Power 99, but our games are online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. It is Axtell Ball underneath their own hoop, stacked the right side of the lane, inbound at right-hand corner to Johnson. He'll clear it out to Heinrichs. 50 seconds to go. Coach Brent Heinrichs, the uncle of said Zach, coaching here, get it inside and reaching over the top. Aiden Lovett trying to knock it away from Johnson. Some hard screens out there. And talking with Coach Brent Heinrichs before the game, he says, we've got to get gritty. We haven't really had that lately. We've got to get back to our style of basketball. So far, so good. And again, Axtell trying to set up a three here for Brennan Runge. Way outside on lobby. Now he is free. Takes a deep three, and it is good. Second three and eight points for Brennan Runge. A 12-point lead here in the first quarter, and Lewis drops the ball out of bounds. You can just tell. It's like it's like they had a pep rally today or something here at Axtell. The, the energy level, I mean, everybody's going to give Loomis their best shot, but it just has a different feeling here right now. And to be honest about it, Axtell, they've got a couple of nice wins on their resume. They beat Ansley Litchfield, who's 12-4. and four. They got a win over Alma, who's 11-5. and five. But they lost to Pleasanton. They lost to Amherst. They lost to Elm Creek. And then they got upset by Minden by one in the holiday tournament. So they haven't really beaten any of the top big boys so far, of course, opening night, it was a one-pointer with Pleasanton. Heinrichs drives, goes backside, the little layup is missed, but getting his own offensive rebound is Danberg. Can't get it the second time. Still fighting on the floor. Loomis trying to pick it up, and it's going to go out of bounds. Off the Wolves. Shea Swanson looked like he was going to be able to grab the ball, but it was underneath the hoop, and he was standing out of bounds. So two and a half seconds remaining here for Axtell to get a shot away. It'll be weird to throw it in. Rungi fadeaway three at the horn is no good, and that is the end of the first quarter of play. 
dominated by Axtell. The Wildcats 18, the undefeated Loomis Wolves 6 here on Power 99. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, Hallie, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from everyone at Pedley Drug in Minden. And we are back at the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Axtell. And Loomis will get the ball to start the second quarter of play, but they are down 18-6 outside of that Elm Creek game. That hasn't happened double digits. So the Wolves with the basketball. They'll get back to their original starting five here and see if they can find their offense. And they get into the quarter to Nolan Benjamin. Starts to drive the baseline. Nothing there. Over the top to Orcutt. Back out for a three. Quinn Johnson. It rims out. No good. Offensive rebound. Marcy. He's got his own teammate in the way. And as soon as he gets out of the way, Josh will put it up and in. He's got six of the eight points for the Loomis Wolves. 18-8 in that first quarter. It's pretty even in the rebounding. 8-7 Axtell. Three-point shooting Axtell. Two of seven. Loomis now 0 of 2. Heinrichs guarded up top here by Shea Swanson. Over to Rungi. Brennan had eight points in the first quarter. Both of the threes. Tries to go baseline. Runs out of real estate. Steps out of bounds. Trying to get around or cut. Just the second turnover for Axtell. Loomis had five of them in the first quarter. Again, Benji Klein, Chris Marachik, Preston Foster, the three officials here. They've had numerous big games, and they'll be able to take care of this one here tonight. That's going to have a lot of, shall we say, energy. Trying to get it in here to say Swanson fighting through the screen. They're going to call the foul on Brennan Runge. And that'll be his second. So all of a sudden, the leading scorer for Axtell has two fouls just a minute gone in the second quarter. Coach Heinrich's going to leave him in there for now. And when you're playing man-to-man against the quickness of Loomis, you got to be careful. He's on Shea Swanson. Gives it to Benjamin. Left elbow starts to drive. Falls down, but got it to Orkut before he hit the ground. Back between the circles to Swanson. Swanson on the right side, behind the back, in the paint. Puts it up, no good. Grabbed it, it didn't hit anything. Gets his shot blocked by Calvin Johnson. And they'll come out of there with a basketball. Here comes Heinrichs. Bodying up on him is Swanson. He's got to be careful. He's really trying to get the steal. Heinrichs, five-second count. Dumps it into the corner here to Jacob Weir. Emotions are high right now. Into Johnson, back in the corner for a three. It is short that time by Weir. It goes off the rim and over the backboard and out of bounds. Again, earlier tonight in the girls' game, Loomis had to come from seven down in the second quarter to win it 37-32. to 32. We anticipate our opportunity to talk with Coach Fertig when the halftime rolls around. Here, 18-8, down to Marcy on the block. They have to kind of let him go. He had good position, and he'll elevate and score over the top of Danberg. Eight of the ten now for Josh Marcy. Back-to-back buckets here for the Wolves to start quarter number two. Two minutes gone, and it's 18-10, Axtell. Heinrichs. 
Forced with the left hand. They clear the lane. He drives and dishes. Rungi, a wide open three. It's good. 11 of the 21 points down to Brennan Rungi. 21-10 in favor of Axtell. Here comes Swanson all the way down the middle of the paint. He'll lay it up and in. Once these guards on both sides get a step on you, you got to be careful because about all you're going to do is foul them. Now Heinrich's trying to return the favor. Gets Marcy in the air. Pivots. Is it a walk or a foul? It's going to be a foul on Loomis. So the speedy guards able to get the job done. And again, remember, both Swanson and Johnson, just sophomores, started and played last year. And the foul called here on Shea Swanson, so he has two. Fifth team foul. Make it the sixth team foul on Loomis. And at the line to shoot two is Zach Heinrichs. And it's up and in. Zach has been playing since his freshman year. Of course, at the time, his dad, an assistant coach then, an assistant coach now. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. So Zach hits them both. It's 23-12. to 12. Five points here in the quarter for the Wildcats. Get it over to Shea Swanson. Swanson has it knocked away. The ball's loose. And, oh, is that the third foul on Swanson? I think it is. He got his feet tripped up with Colin Soderquist, who just checked into the game. So the dreaded turnover-foul combination. And Shea Swanson has to go to the bench. This will be the seventh foul. And there is still 5.19 to go in the half. Free throws coming up for the senior, Colin Soderquist. Soderquist trying to help his team out here. And the free throw is on the way, and everybody was moving. And they're going to call a lane violation on Axtell. So no free throw on a lane violation. And Loomis will have a chance now to get it back down under single digits. 23-12, to 12, the Wolves and Nolan Benjamin. Right side of the lane, gets down to the block, kicks out in the corner to Aiden Lovett. Lovett checked in for Swanson. Reverse it to Orkin outside the arc. Hands it off here to Quinn Johnson. An off-balance three is no good. Marcy the rebound, and he's hammered, and that is Runge, and that is three on Runge. A foul you just can't make in that situation. Josh Marcy... Trying his best to keep Loomis in this basketball game. So, boy, Ruggie has 11 points, but now he'll be on the bench the rest of the half. First of two free throws coming up for Marcy. Five minutes, 4.58 remaining in the half, and each team has a key player on the bench with three. Marcy's free throw a little flat hit the front of the rim. So on the floor here for Axtell now, Danberg, along with Soderquist, Heinrichs, Nick Pearson, then Weir just checked into the game. Second free throw, Marcy, and that one's up and in. Nine points in the game for Marcy, 23-13. Axtell, 4.55 to go here in the first half. At the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Heinrichs working out here on Orcutt, got some room, drives to the block, throws down the baseline, into Danberg, his short jumper hits the heel, no good. Rebound will be grabbed here by Lovett for the Wolves. Aiden, nobody on him as he brings it to the top of the circle. Cut off by Soderquist into the corner, he'll go to Nolan Benjamin. Lob it into Marcy, they double out on him, he uses his dribble, he's got to get it out of there, ooh, he's throwing elbows to get free, gets it to Orcutt, knocked out of his hands by Danberg, another free-for-all. And it's going to be Loomis Ball. They're going to say that we're dove on the floor and slid a little too far. 
Coach Brent Heinrich saying, didn't you see Marcy throw the elbow down on the block? It's that typical case where you've got guys all over you and you're trying to clear space. He just got a little high with it. At halftime, the Grand Island Central Catholic and Lincoln Christian girls tied at 23 in the Centennial Conference Tournament. The winner gets St. Cecilia Saturday. Don't forget Carney Catholic Lincoln Christian boys tomorrow night, 745 on ESPN 1460 and com. Wolves have played 12 minutes. They have 13 points. Pass knocked away by Heinrichs, but went out of bounds. Well, I mean, there's just a good crowd on hand here tonight. Here on the stage, it's just about shoehorn full with Axtell fans, with Loomis and Axtell fans on the far side. Loomis won the JV game tonight. There weren't enough girls. Obviously, Loomis only had nine suited tonight, so they didn't play a JV girls game. At the half, we'll look at the girls game that Loomis won 37-32. Again, a chance to look at other scores in the FKC bracket. Marcy, top of the key. He wants to dribble in. Has it knocked out of his hands. Ball's loose. Good defense in there by Jacob Weir. Marcy dribbling into those fire ants that just keep stinging him. Into the corner, open three, Danberg, it's off the mark, no good. Rebound pulled down, Aiden Lovett's finding a way to get in there. Up the floor looking for Quinn Johnson, the left-hand corner, and the ball is thrown away. Let's give you another score update right now. At the end of the first quarter, Grand Island Northwest, a 19-18 lead over Lexington in the Central Conference. At the end of the third quarter, the Amherst boys... Leading SEM 53-38. to We've got a timeout here by Coach Drew Billiter and Lewis. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Serving you since 1994. 3.26 to go in the first half. Axtell 23, undefeated Loomis 13. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including remote deposit from your smartphone. Technology at your fingertips, along with personal bankers to discuss your needs. First Bank and Trust Company of Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. And First Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Over on the breeze, 94.5. Minnesota has a nice third quarter and going to the fourth. The Nebraska women leading Minnesota 48 to 47. So out of the Loomis timeout, keeping that backcourt trapping pressure on. Heinrichs dribbles into the double team, then throws back to Danberg, who's able to walk the ball across the court, give it back over to Zach. Again, Shea Swanson for Loomis and Brennan Rungi of Axtell already on the bench with three fouls apiece. Love it. Runs into a screen, but bounces off of it. Keeps up on Heinrich. Zach throws it out to midcourt. Close there for Colin Soderquist, who gets it to Jacob Weir. 23-13, Axtell. Three minutes to go. Second quarter here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Heinrich's trying to get around. Love it. Does. Into the lane. Double clutches. Wanted to pass, but there was nobody there, so he had to take the short shot. Missed it. And Marcy gets the rebound. To Benjamin. Benjamin tries to find a seam. Hands it off to Jackson Lobby, who came in during the timeout. He's in there with Lovett, Marcy, Benjamin, and a deep three by Quinn Johnson. It's no good. They're 0-4. The rebound brought down by Tyler Danberg, his fourth. 
So Loomis kind of bordering on forcing those three-pointers the last couple of times. Heinrichs into the paint, up and under. Love it well defended, and the shot didn't hit anything but the glass, and the rebound brought down by Marcy, his fifth. Pull up three, Aiden Love it. Off the heel, no good. Marcy, the rebound, right back up and in. This kid is just a player. He has got 11 of the 15. 23-15. See how close Loomis is at halftime. Two minutes to go. Ware fakes the three right corner. Two dribbles. Knocks down the 10-footer. Six points now for Jacob Ware. 25-15. Axtell. 145 to go here in quarter number two. Nolan Benjamin. Off the screen from Marcy. He dribbles into the paint. Comes to the jump stop. And he's going to be fouled on the way up here. Nick Pearson might be the guilty party. Nope, they're going to call it on Soderquist. His first and two free throws coming up for Nolan Benjamin. Again, only two players have scored for Loomis. Swanson with four and Marcy with 11. For Axtell, they have had five different players score. Rungi with 11, though, is on the bench with three fouls. The free throw by Benjamin is up and it is in. Now checking in or cut again for Loomis. And back in for Axtell, Calvin Johnson. Second free throw now for Johnson or for uh, Benjamin hits the front of the rim, but a long rebound. Orcutt grabs it, kicks it out. Swanson, his runner from nine is no good, and the rebound is grabbed by Calvin Johnson. Needs some help. Zach Heinrichs finds that way. He brings it up the floor by one, by two, into the paint. Little bump, ball knocked away. And Axtell turns the basketball over for the third time. Here comes Lovett into the corner. Johnson off the screen for the three. It's no good. Ball's tapped out to the top of the circle. What a play by Zach Heinrichs. He tips it forward. He grabs it, and he's fouled as he takes it to the rack. Two free throws coming up. There could have been a big collision at midcourt, but Heinrichs tipped the ball forward, and then that way he was able to go behind the Loomis defender and go grab the basketball. And that is the third foul on Carson Orkut. Zach will go to the line here. He made two earlier in the quarter, and the first one here is in and out. No good. And back into the ballgame, Jackson Lobby. So two of the Loomis starters are on the bench with three fouls. Heinrichs getting ready for his second free throw. Trying to get the lead back to 10, and he can't. No good. Marcy grabs his seventh rebound. And here come the Wolves. One minute to go in the first half. Loomis has been held to 16 points. Love it. Into the paint. Forces the jumper. Got fouled. 12-foot jumper. And foul going to be called here on Tyler Danberg. That'll be his first. Two free throws coming up for Lovett. Nope, 21, not 12. Well, let's find out. They're still trying to figure it out at the table as they do. We'll tell you that the free throw by Lovett is good. And it's 25-17. Second free throw on the way, and it rolls off no good. The rebound brought down by Danberg, his fifth. Pressure in the backcourt by Loomis, trying to force the turnover. The pass is going to be knocked away by Marcy. Marcy comes away with the steal, brings it into the paint. He walked. They got it. He came to that jump stop, and he was going to land right on the Axtell defender, and so he took another little skip. 44 seconds remaining in the half, 25-17 Axtell. 
Kind of holding on here in the second quarter. Heinrichs gets up his dribble underneath the Loomis basket. They're in trouble. They've already used two timeouts. They will get three. Up ahead, they'll get the basketball to Johnson. Left-hand corner. Back out Weir for three. Off the rim and then over the backboard. And out of bounds. So now Loomis with the basketball. No one with the intent really of holding for the last shot. Wolf score here. They'll be in the best shape they've been all night since really the first two minutes of the game. They were down nine out of the gate here. 20 seconds to go. Benjamin off the ball screen, brings it into the paint, lowers the shoulder, blocked from behind, and taken away by Calvin Johnson. Johnson outlet pass. Heinrichs on the other end, missed the layup, got his own rebound, back up and in. Zach Heinrich still eight seconds to go. Loomis pushes it up the floor. Love it. It's a deep three, and they foul him on the three. Tyler Danberg thought he had all ball and said so. Luckily, he was facing the other way when he said so. That'll be the first foul on Danberg, but three free throws now for Aiden Lovett, and the first one good. Three and a half seconds remaining here in the first half. And if he knocks them all down, he can cut it to seven. Second free throw for Lovett on the way. It's good. That's four straight free throws made by Loomis. And the third free throw for Lovett is up, and it's no good. Rebound, Marcy got it. Marcy put it up, but it's no good. And that is the end of the first half of play. Well, a quick, quick start for the Axdale Wildcats, and they have led throughout the entire first half. They scored the first seven points, took it out to a 12-point lead, and at the half, they lead it by eight. The Axdale Wildcats, winners of six of their last seven, leading the 15-0 and Loomis Wolves, 27-19. to We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The winter clearance is going on now at Gary Michaels Clothiers. Save 30% off all remaining winter items. Men's sweaters, quarter zips, and sports shirts. Save 30 to 50% off all leather wool top coats and car coats. Update your professional wardrobe with a new suit or sport coat 30 to 50% off. Ultra slim fit to traditional fits in the hottest shades of grays and blues. Ladies, save 30% off ladies' fashions from denim to dresses. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers and save 30% off all winter, downtown Hastings and Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches beyond the farm. We support mental health programs for Nebraskans and inform youth and consumers about agriculture. We're your neighbors. Through our partnership with 4-H and FFA, we bring people together to strengthen our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, a passion for our land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back, everyone, to Axtell. We're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth for tonight's Fort Carney Conference doubleheader. And Axtell led the girls' game at half. 
couldn't finish. They lead the boys' game here at half. Will they be able to finish 27-19? to 19. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages, 27-19. Axtell has the lead here at halftime of the boys' game. But earlier tonight in the girls' game, Loomis picked up a 37-32 win for their eighth straight victory. And assistant coach Derek Milliter has joined us here. And What do you think Bro's saying in there at halftime? I don't know. I think he's probably telling them to get up and down the court a little bit more. Uh, they're getting back and forth together, but, you know, Axtell seems like they're bringing the fight to us a little bit tonight. So... I think they're going to have to get physical on the boards, maybe utilize Marcy a little more in the paint and see what happens. So, well, Let's go to your ball game. Uh, once you quit turning the ball over like you did in the second quarter, you took care of business, and your defense, I would imagine, was probably more of the key here tonight than your offense was. Yeah, we were uh, a little shorthanded missing Georgia tonight, and hats off to Axtell. They had a good game plan. They got into their press and kind of took us out of our rhythm. You know, we were... Try, we, we like to get up and down a little bit more. I know we only play about six, but we like to get up and utilize some of our athletic girls. And tonight, Axtell kind of took it away from us. And to their credit, you know, we couldn't get going. You know, Lexi had four, and Darla had 20, and Hannah had 11. You know, two of those girls are averaging double figures, but Lexi couldn't really get going tonight. And we've been fighting some sickness, and that's not to make an excuse, but I think once we get into conference and we're a little more healthy, I think we're a more complete team, so. Was that, what would you say else also tonight was a little different uh, than what you've done during this uh, eight-game winning streak, those last seven games? Well, we didn't hit shots tonight. No. I mean, we shot that first half. I don't know what our percentage was, but we just couldn't hit a shot. We, You know, Darla didn't get really going until the second half, and Lexi missed some shots early, and usually that's kind of the name of our game. We like to hit some shots early and get some momentum and get going downhill, and tonight we just couldn't do it. We're talking with the Loomis girls' assistant coach, Derek Billiter, and speaking of what uh, Darla was able to do, probably didn't shoot the ball that well in the second half, but she just stepped up and just kept getting rebounds and kept getting rebounds and a lot of offensive boards and just said, okay, this is what's going to happen. And she really has been our workhorse this year. You know, she's averaging 14 and... 12 or 13 rebounds a game and you know she she's just always been that consistent player for us all year long and the second half we start we missed a few shots and she was just right there and, and to our our credit you know she was probably a little more physical than what Axtell's post player was and I felt like Darla utilized that in the second half so the girls obviously FKC maybe a little more top heavy the boys is so deep oh, yeah. everybody's chasing Pleasanton but yep. you've got Wilcox Hildreth on Monday night we'll have the game here on Power 99 uh, I know that you guys felt you had a chance to beat Elm Creek when we saw you earlier yep. if you win there's a good chance you'll see them but yep. uh, talk about uh, FKC and maybe these first two games you later. know we played Wilcox Hildreth here was that two weeks ago and I know that score got a little heavy but that was probably the best shooting game we've had all season long I hope we can duplicate that, but if we don't, you know, Wilcox, is a, they're definitely a good team. We're going to have to step up, and if they bring some pressure on us, we're going to have to we're gonna have to figure out how to get that ball into the post and finish in the post. Tonight, I felt like we had some looks in the post, but we didn't, we didn't capitalize on it. And we're going to have to do that, and then as far as Elm Creek goes, you know, the more Coach and I have talked and watched film this year after that Elm Creek game, you know, we played right with them other than about three minutes. And... I feel like if we can sharpen up a little bit there for 
two, three minutes in that end of that second quarter going into halftime, maybe we have a puncher's chance. But Coach Ford does a great job, and we're going to have to be dialed in to get them. All right, Coach, congratulations on the win streak. Thank you. Uh, get everybody healthy, and we'll see you at the conference tournament next week. Well, thanks for all you do, Doug, and I appreciate you coming down. You bet, bud. Take care. Thank you. Derek Billiter, assistant coach of the Loomis Lady Wolves. They win it tonight 37-32. to 20 points, 14 rebounds for Darla Thorell, and then 11 points in the ball game for Hannah Stewart. For Axtell, uh, they had... Um, nobody with more than eight. Eight points for Abigail Snell and seven for Jessica Bertrand. We'll look at the first half numbers of the boys game right after this. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Now let's take a look at the first half numbers of our boys game for the Loomis Wolves. Shea Swanson, four points, four rebounds. Aiden Lovett, three points all from the line, three rebounds. Nolan Benjamin, one point. Carson Orcutt, three rebounds and a block. Joshua Marcy, it's him or nothing right now. 11 points and eight rebounds. Six points in the first quarter, 13 in the second at the half. 19 points for Loomis. That's their low for the year. 18 rebounds, 5 out of 9 from the free throw line, 0 of 6 from 3-point land, 1 block, 9 turnovers. Shea Swanson and Carson Orchid each have 3 fouls. For Axtell, we have Tyler Danberg with 2 points and 5 rebounds. Zach Heinrichs has 6 points and 2 rebounds. Nick Pearson, 2 points, 2 rebounds. Jacob Weir, 6 points, 3 rebounds. Brennan Rungi, a game-high 11 points, but he sat the last 4 minutes plus with 3 fouls. Calvin Johnson, two rebounds and two blocks. 18 points in the first quarter, just nine in the second. A lot of that because Rungi was out. 27 points, 14 rebounds, four out of six at the free throw line, three of 11 from three-point land, two blocks, four turnovers. Rungi has three fouls, nobody else with more than one. 27-19, Axtell leads Loomis at the half. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Power 99. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now. But if you want to take advantage of in-stock incentives, first pick on their 2020 inventory, or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and shop the full lineup of Tigers and exclusive StarCraft deck boats. They also have great buys on fishing boats and pontoons. The biggest selection from the east to the west coast. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Welcome back to Axtell. The Wildcats will get the ball to start the third quarter of play, leading it to 27-19. to Nebraska women trailing Minnesota 60-57 to with two minutes to go. Amherst beat the SEM boys 76-52. Northwest leads Lexington boys at the half 45-32. And as we get things moving here, we get a hand to the back called on Quinn Johnson. On a drive three seconds into the third quarter. So three seconds in, a foul on Loomis. And Axtell will get it underneath their own hoop. Pearson to throw it in. Short corner to Weir. And he walked. He did a head and shoulder fake on Shea Swanson, then took two steps forward, forgot to dribble the basketball. Fifth turnover here for Axtell. You could hear Coach Heinrichs before he sent him out talking about toughness, mental toughness, trying to be able to stay in this one. And pull off an upset tonight, handing Loomis their first loss. Marcy at the high post here. Didn't run a lot of this with him in the first half. Ball fake twice. They go off of him. He drives down the middle of the lane. Puts it up. Hits the front of the rim. No good. Ball's tipped into the corner. Quinn Johnson will grab it. And they'll reset it here with Orchid. Back over to Johnson on the left wing. Again, the Wolves will hit some threes, you have to figure. They just haven't made any yet. So 40 seconds gone here in quarter number three. Off the high screen, ball screen, Marcy Benjamin drives, gives it to Orkut in the right-hand corner, being a little more patient here. And Marcy will give it back to Benjamin on the right side. He'll drive right baseline, put it up, partially blocked, but it goes right to Orkut, who lays it up and in. Good defense by Axtell, but the deflection went right to an uncovered Orkut, and now the game is at six. Heinrichs in the paint, kicks it deep in the right-hand corner, now back out to Rungi. Rungi wants to call a play here, guarded by Quinn Johnson. He'll get it into the hands of Weir, back to the free throw line, Pearson. Rungi, what a move down on a block, and he gets fouled. It could be Johnson, it could be Marcy. He gave a ball fake and spun towards the baseline, and they both flew in the air on that ball fake, and Johnson picks up his second foul in the first minute 18 of the half. At the line to shoot two, Brennan Rungi hasn't been there. He's hit three threes, all of the made threes, for Axtell, and the first of two is good. A dozen points now for Brennan Rungi. 28-21, Axtell. Second free throw coming up, and it's in and out no good. Marcy will grab his ninth rebound. Central Catholic girls lead Lincoln Christian 35-33 at the end of three. The winner of that takes on Hastings St. Cecilia at 4 o'clock Saturday for the championship. Driving in is Schwanson. He gets cut off to the free throw line. Orkut passes up on the wide open jumper. Gives it to Marcy. Ball knocked out of Marcy's hands. Turnover Loomis, number 10. Heinrichs to the other end. Off balance, but he's able to score. Eight points for Zach Heinrichs. He kind of got a little off balance with that crossover, but it's okay. He puts it up for Axtell. Now trying to answer Swanson. Gets deep into the paint, but it will not go. Rebound Danberg. And how about foul number four on Swanson? A couple times in the wrong place at the wrong time here. 
Danberg getting his sixth rebound. And Shea Swanson will go to the bench with 6-0-2 in the third quarter with his third personal foul. Swanson averages 12 and a half a game, but he's got four of them that way. Rungi for three. It's a little short that time. No good. Rebound grabbed by Quinn Johnson. Johnson will push it up the floor. Love it again in. He's just going to take a deep three. It's no good. Rebound comes out to Marcy, his 10th. Marcy powers it into the paint, and he's going to get grabbed before he can get a shot away. Foul will be called on Nick Pearson, his first. 21 on the board for the Wolves is all. 30 for Axtell. Inbound Benjamin. He'll take the three. It will not go. 0 of 8. Rebound brought down by Heinrich. Zach up the floor. Got Orkin on his left hip. Now they trap him. Down to the baseline. They'll get it to Pearson. Bounce pass underneath. Layup. Danberg and a foul. Tyler Danberg. Off the beautiful assist from Nick Pearson. 32-21. And the foul is on Carson Orkut, and that's his fourth. 5.28, and there are two Loomis Wolves with four fouls in the third quarter. So Lobby comes in. Loomis isn't exactly all that deep. It's just that they win by big margins, and so you see a lot of names in the box score. As the free throw by Danberg is up and in. And it's 33-21. Now the lead's back out to 12. Six in a row here by Axtell. Tying their largest lead with 5.20 to go in the third quarter. Benjamin gets a nice screen. He's able to get in the paint. Jump stop, low block. Trying to get a shot. Can't. Throws it across the way to Lovett. Lovett will bring it back out towards the top of the circle to Quinn Johnson. Over to Benjamin. Ball screen. Left wing. Dribbles into the paint. Draws the double team out to Lovett. Open three for Aiden. Still can't get one to go. Ball slapped on the floor. Pulled down here by Axtell. Jacob Weir will give it to Heinrichs into the front court to Rungi. Rungi guarded by Lovett. And some more contact. Foul on Aiden Lovett. His second. Four fouls in the first three minutes of the third quarter called here on Loomis. Re-entering the game is Soderquist for Axtell. Weir kind of twisted his ankle. And they're going to send him to the locker room. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Nobody was setting out for either team tonight because of injuries. Inbounds pass. They're going to get it short here to Danberg out on the wing. Back to midcourt to Heinrichs. Guarded by Benjamin. Benjamin tries to come from behind and pick his pocket, and he does. He goes in for the layup and scores, and then they're going to ding Heinrichs with the foul. Boy, we've had a lot of that tonight. Not a ton of fouls, but let him go. Don't give him extra. Benjamin with his first bucket of the night on the steal. The foul on Heinrichs will be his second. 4.37 remaining in the third quarter. 33-23 Axtell. Definitely being played at the Wildcats' pace, but Loomis just not shooting the ball well tonight. A lot of contested shots. Benjamin's free throw is up, and it skims out no good. Danberg will get the rebound. His seventh to lead the way. For Axtell, Heinrichs underneath, he finds Pierce Johnson. Johnson fade away in the paint over Lobby, won't go. Every shot contested, Johnson grabs the rebound, up to Lovett. Right wing, 25 feet, now brings it into the paint, back out to Johnson for three, still can't get one to go. Heinrichs tips the ball out, gets it over to Danberg. Danberg all the way to the other end, the layup is good. 
Five in a row for Danberg. 35-23, Axtell. Four minutes to go here in quarter number three. Love it. Shake and bake into the paint. They bought it. He's fouled, and the shot goes. Good move by Aiden Lovett. We've seen a lot of good moves by the Wolves. They just haven't been able to finish. That time, they got the shooter's bounce. The first field goal of the game for Aiden Lovett. He is three of five at the free throw line. The foul was called on Calvin Johnson, his first. Free throw is good. So Lovett now with six points in the ball game. And in the backcourt, Lobby tried to tie him up, and he does. And the arrow points the way. Bob Loomis as he ties up Zach Heinrichs. Turnover number, what do we got? Seven in the ball game, it looks like. And we're going to get a timeout by Axtell. Remember, they use both of their 30s, so they'll use a full-length timeout right here. With 3.56 remaining in the third quarter of play, this timeout is brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you, Axtell 35, undefeated Loomis 26. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. With our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair Broadcast booth. It is Loomis Basketball, and they'll take a three out of the timeout and finally make one. Quinn Johnson, after 11 attempts, they make a three-pointer, 35-29. Fast break the other way, a wrap around. They get it underneath for a layup by Tyler Danberg on the assist from Calvin Johnson, 37-29. Again, we saw Loomis with the monster comeback at Elm Creek, so... They don't have as far to come back as they did that night, down 21. They only had 29 points midway through the third quarter that night, and that is exactly where they're at right now with 3.30 to go. Aiden Lovett spots up for another three. It's too strong, but it comes right back out to lobby a second chance here for Loomis. And the three-pointer, Johnson, no good. Rebound, Marcy powers it back up and in. First bucket of the second half for Joshua Marcy. He's got 13 points, 11 rebounds. They steal it away, and then a foul on Danberg trying to block Aiden Lovett. So Axtell now with four turnovers in the quarter. Danberg will get his second foul. Fourth team foul. And this is what Loomis can do. Once that snowball starts rolling down the hill, they can score, steal, score, steal on you. Just frustrate you. To the bejesus as the free throw is up and in by Lovett. Five of seven now at the line for Aiden, who is in there because Shea Swanson has been on the bench for the last three minutes with his fourth foul. Orchid's been there the last two minutes. 
37-32. This is as close as Loomis has been since Axtell jumped out 7-0. Second free throw is getting them closer. 37-33. Already 14 points in the first five minutes for Loomis. Pressure's on. Axtell breaks it. Heinrichs has it. Three on two. Dishes it off to Rungi. Brennan stops. Put it up too strong. Missed it. Danberg fights for it. And Marcy fouled him. Josh thought he had it. And I'm sure this foul should be on Marcy. Let's see. Or are we going to get an inadvertent whistle? Oh, we're going to get an intentional foul on Marcy. So the rebound to Tyler Danberg is his eighth. And they're going to call Josh Marcy with his first foul of the game. And it's an intentional. So that means two free throws and the ball. There wouldn't have been any free throws. It would have just been Axtell ball. Danberg, 1-1 at the line. The first one, though, is no good. Second free throw coming up. And it's on the way, and it is good. So Danberg has eight of his team's 11 points here in the quarter. 38-33, Axtell. 2.50 to go in the third. All kinds of time. Axtell ball underneath their own hoop. And it's going to be Jacob Weir to throw it in. He'll find Brennan Runge, deep right-hand corner, takes the three. It's well contested that time by Lobby. It's no good. The rebound comes down to Nolan Benjamin. Benjamin up the floor underneath Lobby. He's right there. Left-hander is off the glass, won't go. Tipped around. Marcy over the top. It's loose on the floor. It's out of bounds. Off of Axtell. Lobby and Danberg just couldn't find the handle, and it went off Tyler. 38-33, 38-33, Axtell, they were up by as many as 12. In fact, it was 12 not that long ago here in this corner. Lob it into Josh Marcy. He's on the right elbow, curls it over for a three. Quinn Johnson all night. Quinn Johnson hits the three. The lead is down to two. 38-36, Axtell breaks the press again. Pearson brings it in at Marcy. He flops and falling down is Nick Pearson, and they'll call the walk. Fifth turnover of the quarter on Axtell. That's a pretty good call. Usually you wouldn't see an official make that call because Marcy flopped, so you, there's no foul. So what do you do with the ball handler? Pearson fell down. Had to call the foul. He's the one that initiated the contact, and now Loomis could take their first lead of the game with a three. Benjamin left elbow. Crossover dribble on Heinrichs. Looking to post up Marcy. Here comes Johnson, left baseline, out to Marcy, three-point land. You don't have to worry about that, and they're going to call him for a walk. Yeah, that's why Josh probably shouldn't be out there. And just the second turnover of the quarter for Loomis, their 11th in the ball game. 157 to go in the third quarter. Axtell 38, undefeated Loomis 36. Axtell has to go to Highline tomorrow. Loomis is off until they play in the tournament at home on Tuesday. And we'll have those games for you on ESPN. Here's Rungi. Underneath the ball went right through the hands of Nick Pearson. And so Axtell having trouble hanging on to the ball. And when you turn it over, you can't even run any clock and shorten the game. Loomis's lowest output this year was 58 just a week ago in the win over Alma, 58 to 37. That's their lowest. I bet I could find a school that that would be their highest. Free throw line, Benjamin, open, jumper, no good. Offensive rebound, Aiden Lovett, he's on the ground. They're going to get a jump out of the deal. 
Or they're going to get a timeout. They're going to get a timeout. Aiden Lovett with the offensive board. Timeout Loomis. 128 remaining in the third quarter of play. The Wolves are coming back. They've cut it from 12 to 2. 38-36 Axtell. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Central Conference boys semifinals. Northwest leading Lexington 63-48 as they go to the fourth quarter. The winner gets Adam Central, who was a winner tonight, 52-41 over Aurora. Here's Marcy on the inbound. Left block, turns, scores. We're tied. 15 points for Joshua Marcy. And it's stolen on the inbound. And Aiden Lovett scores, and Lewis has the lead. Another Axtell turnover here in this third quarter of play. Jacob Weir to Heinrichs. 40-38, 40-38, to 38, the Wolves with the lead. they put up 21 here so far in the quarter. Zach Heinrichs tries to get it to Rungi, tipped away by Benjamin, and he comes away with the steal. Heinrichs got stepped on. Up ahead, they'll go to Johnson, floater in the lane. It's good. Axtell quickly gets it in. They need this quarter to get over. Up ahead to Rungi. Down by four, 42-38 into the corner. They'll find underneath, open shot here, a foul. The shot won't go. Nick Pearson will go to the line. And again, this is just where you have to take a deep breath. But just two minutes ago, this was a 12-point lead for Axtell. And now they're down four. The foul was called on Jackson Lobby, his first. And two free throws here for Nick Pearson. The first one good. Axtell needs them here to calm things down and see if they can go play an even up fourth quarter here against the undefeated Wolves. Second free throw. And they're doing this without Swanson and Orcutt, who have four fouls each. That one's short. Rebound deflected out, and Brennan Runke will pick up the deflection here. That's actually his first rebound. Heinrichs, a three. The first person besides Runke to hit a three. We're tied. 25 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Love it with it. Looking for Quinn Johnson. Has to come out and give it to Jackson Lobby. Lobby top of the key with 15. He's not going to shoot it. Runge's on him. Hand it off to Lovett. 10 seconds to go. He'll take the top of the key. Three. It is no good. Rebound. Tip back up. There's a foul with six seconds to go in the third. The official's going to discuss who they had it on. Kind of a long discussion. And they're going to award two free throws here to Joshua Marcy. Foul is on Jacob Weir. Should be his first. Five fouls on Axtell already. Seven on Loomis here in the quarter. Marcy's one of two at the line. Has 15 points to lead the way. Free throw is up. It hits the front of the iron. No good. 42-42. Six seconds to go in the third quarter. The Wolves... Erased a 12-point deficit at 36-24. Second free throw, no good. Comes straight down. Jacob Weir has it. Five seconds to go. Rungi trying to get a shot away from half court. It's on the way, and it's off the glass. No good. And that is the end of quarter number three. We go to the fourth. Undefeated Loomis 
coming up off the deck. They erase a 12-point deficit. They're tied at Axtell, 42 apiece here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPress.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. People you know. Community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. Well, turnover's the big key there in that third quarter of play. 12 of them now in the game for Axtell, but 8 in that quarter to just 2 for Loomis. And Axtell will get the ball to start the fourth quarter. We're all tied at 42 here on Power 99. Heinrichs across the timeline. Skip pass over the right side. Driving in is Johnson. Missed the short one. Marcy will get the rebound. That is 12 rebounds, 15 points for Marcy to lead the way for Loomis. Loomis outscored Axtell 23-15 in the third quarter, but at one point down by 12 and then went up two. Here's a free throw line jumper by Quinn Johnson. It's no good. The rebound brought down by Tyler Danberg. And remember, they did this with Swanson and Orcutt on the bench, but Coach Billiter is going to bring both of them in here to start this fourth quarter of play. Bounce pass up top, Rungi, a 25-footer, and it's all that. He took that from the volleyball line. Brennan Rungi, 15 points to give the lead back at the other end, floating it in, Quinn Johnson will take it down the left baseline. 45-44, Axtell. Four threes in the game for Rungi. He's got 15, Heinrichs with 11, Danberg with 10. They'll get it to Rungi for another three in the corner, and it's good. Brennan Rungi. Two big threes for the sophomore, 48-44 at the other end. Swanson trying to answer, spins in the paint, knocks down the defender, lays it up and in. Six points now for Shea Swanson. 48-46, two twos for Loomis, two threes for Axtell, and a blocking foul on Nolan Benjamin. Again, they created those turnovers with a ton of backcourt pressure in that third quarter, and they were trying to do it again right here. But remember, every foul now, and it's free throws, that's already eight Team fouls on Lubas. Five been whistled on Axtell. Doug Duda with you here on Power 99, KKPR-FM. Carney, our friends down at Oxford and Holdridge, and here in Axtell and Minden, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Just a moment to clean up some perspiration at the other end. And now Zach Heinrichs will go to the line. He is 2 of 4, made his first two, missed his second two, all in the second quarter. And the front end of the one-and-one for the senior guard is right through there. As we said for Loomis, Marcy 15-10 for Johnson and Lovett. 49-46 Axtell. Heinrich's on the way, and it's good. He's got 13, 50-46. Shea Swanson brings it up down for Loomis. Stops at the left elbow. Hands it off here to Nolan Benjamin. Heinrichs on him, trying to get the ball screen. Dribbles down to the left-hand corner. 
looking for somebody to cut open, and he has to go back out top to Swanson. Swanson keeps it with a left-hand dribble, brings it over on the wing, 6.15 to go, tries the baseline, Rungi stays in there, blocks his shot off the glass, and then we're going to get a jump ball. Rungi blocked the shot, Swanson tied up with Calvin Johnson, the arrow points the way of Loomis, so they'll get the ball underneath their own hoop, down four with 6.10 to go. Benjamin looking, has to go to his outlet on the left wing outside the arc. Quinn Johnson, he's going to try a 25-footer, and he'll hit it. So Runge hit one, Johnson hit one. Johnson had not scored in the first half, and now he's got 13 points. Press broke, three on two. Runge shoots a three on a three on two. It's no good, but he's able to save the basketball, and a foul on Loomis. Well, you got to be careful and don't let that emotion get too much of you. Brennan Rungi had a chance to take it in on a three-on-two slash two-on-one and took a long-range three and had it partially blocked. The foul here is called on Nolan Benjamin, his third. And at the line will be Jacob Weir to shoot a one-and-one, and the first one is out, no good. Rebound brought down by Carson Orcutt, his fifth. 50-49 to 49 after that way downtown three by Quinn Johnson. Runge goes for the steal, didn't get it. It would have been his fourth foul at the other end. Shot up and in by Shea Swanson, and he's fouled. So Swanson got around Runge, and that meant they needed backside help, but it just got there a little too late. The foul on Calvin Johnson is his second. And Swanson now with a couple of buckets. The guards, Swanson and Johnson, have all nine points here in the quarter, and the Wolves are back on top. 51-50, 5.37 remaining tonight. Free throw on the way. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Tyler Danberg. He has 10 to go with 10 points, and he's got the double-double. Rungi, long outlet pass into the corner to Wurg. Gets it right back, reverses it left wing to Danberg. He's all alone over there with Marcy outside the paint. He decides to take the three. It will not go. Rebound brought down by Quinn Johnson. Up ahead, Swanson pushes it with a left hand. Gets it into the paint. Stops just inside the high post. Gives it off on the left wing to Johnson. Step back three. Johnson, it's short. No good. Rebound brought down by Brennan Rungi. His third of the ball game to Heinrichs. Heinrichs sees a little gap. Brings it into the paint. Up under good. Zach Heinrichs makes it 52-51. Axtell. Five minutes to go in the game. Fast break the other way. Seeing a gap. There's Swanson again to the rack. He is eager to score after spending a lot of time on a bench in foul trouble. And he knocks it down. 53-52. Trouble again. The ball stolen away. And staying in bounds right in front of the bench was Quinn Johnson right in front of the Loomis bench. So turnover number 13 for Axtell. When we're done, the new West postgame show. Final stats. Coaches interviews, but another dandy tonight on Power 99. Johnson comes in, gets bumped on the way. The shot won't go. Two free throws coming up for Shea Swanson. And the foul will be on Brennan Rungi, and that is his fourth. So Rungi has four for Axtell, four for Orchid and Swanson, four Loomis. And at the line, Shea Swanson to shoot two. He's already got six in the quarter, but did miss a free throw. And he misses this one, too. Other scores. Northwest defeats the Lexington boys, 75-58. And Lincoln Christian defeats GICC's girls, coming back 45-38, so they will play 
St. Cecilia in the final, a rematch of the number one teams from earlier this year. And Coach Brent Heinrichs is going to use a timeout. He has only one remaining, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 4.23 to go in the ball game. Loomis 53, Axtell 52. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com slash A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. The Nebraska women fall at Minnesota tonight, 67 to 61. Here it's 53-52. The undefeated Loomis boys have erased a 12-point deficit. Now back and forth, 4:23 to go. The second of two free throws for Shea Swanson, and it won't go. So he's missed three in a row. And Tyler Danberg will pull down his 11th rebound. Great basketball. Be sure to tell our many fine sponsors thanks. Glad to have you along with us here on Power 99. Doug Duda with you on this Thursday night. Saturday, we've got Carney basketball as Danberg drives the baseline. Tough shot, no good. Rebound brought down by Carson Orchid. The Carney girls play Omaha Mary, and the boys play Creighton Prep. The doubleheader begins at 5.15 Saturday afternoon here on Power 99. Then on ESPN, more Centennial Conference, Carney Catholic boys, Lincoln Christian tomorrow night at 7.45. And then the championship game Saturday, St. Cecilia Lincoln Christian at 4. If Carney Catholic's in, we'll have that at 6. Down to Joshua Marcy. Marcy powers it up over Pearson and scores. 17 points now for Marcy. 55-52, Loomis. 3.35 to go. Heinrichs tries to get it into the paint. Got the defender on the wrong hip. Turnaround jumper, no. Reberg, Danberg, back up and in. Tyler Danberg with the offensive stick back, and he saves the possession that time for Axtell. 55-54, Loomis. Handling the basketball out front is going to be Shea Swanson. He's one. He hands it to Quinn Johnson. He's two. Off the crossover. Working here on Weir and walked with the basketball. First turnover of the quarter for Loomis. And Axtell's got a chance to regain the lead. Axtell has won six of their last seven. They're 11-4. No slouches coming in. Loomis being pushed for one of the rare times this year. We had it earlier this month when they were pushed to the wire by Elm Creek. Zach Heinrichs pick and roll here with Danberg. The roll's not there, so Zach tries, lays it up, and he got fouled. Boy, it sure looked like he was going to get the shot, but we have sure had a lot of contact up above the shoulders. About five times the ref has indicated he got smacked in the head both ways. And the foul here is on Joshua Marcy, his second. And at the line to shoot two, Zach Heinrichs, four of six. He has 15, make it 16 points. We're tied again, 55-55. Another score from the night, the Kearney Catholic girls lost to Aquinas in overtime, 44-41. And Heinrichs will knock this one down. And we've got a sub coming in, Aiden Lovett, who is huge 
minutes-wise tonight when Swanson picked up his fourth foul. He's actually got ten points. He's been to the line a ton tonight. Eight free-throw attempts. He's made six of them. And he'll inbound the ball here to Shea Swanson. 2.45 to go. Axtell 56, Loomis 55. Pick and roll. Marcy's open. Marcy's underneath the rim. Has to make some room. Goes up. Has his shot blocked out of bounds by Tyler Danberg. It'll still be Loomis basketball. Boy, Marcy got about as good a position as he's had all night. But just got that ball swatted away. And we're going to get a timeout here by Loomis. They will have two remaining. Axtell has one remaining. 2.41 to go in this big-time FKC boys battle. Axtell 56, undefeated Loomis 55. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Pedley Drug and Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, Hallie and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from everyone at Pedley Drug in Minden. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. The Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner each month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Just a couple of days left in January. Get your outstanding athlete nominated. We would love to see who that is, wrestler, basketball player, swimmer, whatever the case is. Loomis ball, down one, 2.40 to go in the game. Underneath their own hoop, they'll get it into Swanson, backs his way into the paint, working on Rungi with four fouls, switches to the left hand and scores. Swanson with eight of his 12 points here in the fourth quarter. Loomis back on top, 57-56, got the good mismatch, knew Rungi couldn't foul. Heinrichs brings it in at the other end, gives it to Danberg. He's fouled on the way up. Danberg gave him the head fake. And Josh Marcy commits his third personal foul. So at the line, Tyler Danberg, he is two of three. He's got a dozen points in the game. We're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth in Axtell. Bringing you tonight's FKC action in Carney Towing is on the road. Bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. The first free throw by Danberg is too strong. No good. Trying to tie it up here with 2.20 remaining in the ball game. The second free throw by Danberg is on the way, and it's all met. So Tyler with 13 points. We're knotted again at 57. 2.15 to go in the game as Nolan Benjamin brings it across the timeline on the right wing here for the Wolves. He'll switch it nonchalantly to the left side of the key. Gets the screen. Heinrichs has to switch. Now he's going to take a top of the key three. It's all the way around and out. No good. The ball gets slapped out, but Heinrichs is there to grab it. I think that might have been Johnson that came flying through there, tried to tap it out to his teammates. A minute 50 to go. We're tied at 57. Heinrichs to the high post. Behind him to Rungi. Can't get a three. Decides to drive in. Almost broke his own ankle with the crossover. Down on the post to Danberg. Marcy shutting him down. He lost the ball. Got it back. Threw it out here. Three-pointer on the way. It's good. By Jacob Weir. What great defense by Loomis. And it wasn't good enough. 
60-57, to Axtell, 90 seconds to go. The third three of the quarter, the seventh of the game by the Cats. Benjamin taking Heinrichs to the left block, takes the step through, and he scores. And a timeout will be called here by Loomis. Five points now for Nolan Benjamin of the ball game. And with 118 remaining in the contest, undefeated Loomis still trails 60-59 to against Axtell. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including remote deposit from your smartphone. Technology at your fingertips, along with personal bankers to discuss your needs. First Bank and Trust Company of Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. And First Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Doug Duda, great game tonight. FKC tournament coming up next week. We've got games Monday and Tuesday here on Power 99 in the quarters. The semis and finals on ESPN 1460 from the Viero Center. Next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, always online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 1.18 to go in the game. Axtell has the ball and a 60-59 lead over undefeated Loomis. The ball on the inbounds knocked away by Love. And Heinrichs in a little bit of trouble. He'll throw it up. They are able to get the ball, though, into the hands of Pearson. Front court to Rungi. Back to Heinrichs. A minute 10. Heinrichs drives to Brennan. A wide open three. No. And a rebound brought down by Carson Ork. At that time, run D was short. He's got five threes in the game and 18 points. Loomis down one with the ball. A minute to go. Trying to post up Marcy. They double down. It's poked away Danberg. Marcy gets it back. Out on the wing. A wide open three for Shea. Swanson is good. His first three-pointer of the game. 62 to 60, Loomis still got that backcourt pressure on. Rungi in the front court, 40 seconds to go to Jacob Weir. 35 seconds, Axtell down by two. Everybody exhausted right now. Dribbling at center circle is Heinrichs. Looking for his coach, Brett, to give him the advice. 25 seconds to go over to Weir. Still outside the three-point arc. Rungi, a deep, deep three. Brennan, it didn't get there. He's just too tired. You can't take 24-footers. Off screens, that was a desperation three. And substitutions to get everybody set here. 17 seconds to go, and in a back-and-forth ball game, this might come down to now having to foul if you're Axtell. Loomis to throw it in, Axtell with full-court pressure for the first time. Shea Swanson will throw it in, 17 seconds to go. Lobs it in, got it right where he wanted it. Quinn Johnson now trying to take it away. Maybe a 10-second count. They get it up to Benjamin, and now they do have to foul with 10.7 to go. They did the right thing. Sometimes you inbound the ball and stand there. They could have got a 10-second count. And at the line, Nolan Benjamin. He's one out of three tonight. Third foul on Heinrichs, eighth team foul. It's a two-point Loomis lead, 62-60. to 60. 10.7 to go. Benjamin, front end of the one-and-one, one, is bouncing around and in. A three-point game, 63-60. to 60. Loomis was down 12 in the third. Second free throw by Benjamin is up, and it is good. It's a four-point game. And Loomis will call their final timeout. 10.7 to go in the ball game, and the Wolves have scored five in a row. It's Loomis 64, Axtell 60. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, 
great for hail dance or door digs. Auto Glass Replacement, a Unicure spray baking booth that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is now hiring. We're looking for team members and managers ready to join our fun-loving, steak-burger-grilling, custard-scooping team. From flexible schedules to opportunities for advancement, Freddy's offers a great career path, plus fun people, some Freddy swag, and plenty of opportunities for success. Lots and lots of success. Now hiring at the Freddy's in Kearney and Hastings. Apply online or in person. Axtell down four, 10.7 to go. Let's see if they go for the home run ball. They are not guarding Jacob Weir here. They just need any kind of score. They throw it in short to Heinrichs. Heinrichs is just going to dribble it up the floor. They think maybe they can give him the two. Leaves it off here. Ball fake. Reverse layup. Good. Timeout with 2.5. It took a long time. Heinrichs got it underneath. He handed it off to Tyler Danberg, and then Danberg did the ball fake, hoping maybe to get a three-point play out of the deal. Nobody was by him, so then he laid up the reverse layup, 64-62, to 62, and basically what now has to happen is Axtell's got to find a way to steal the ball. Otherwise, you're looking at a desperation bucket because if you foul them, it's a one-and-one. One. So if they make the first one, you want them to miss, and they make the second one, it's over. If you make the first one and miss the second one, then you got like one second to get a rebound and throw it the length of the court. So 64-62. They are going to put more time on the clock here. They're going to say it's actually 3.4 seconds to go. But both teams are now out of timeouts, I do believe. They haven't taken it down for Axtell, but it's been that way at one for the entire last three minutes. Uh, The Wolves going to escape again. 64-62 64-62 Loomis, looking to go to 16-0. So here come the Wolves to throw it in, Nolan Benjamin. Aiden Lovett is all by himself over here at midcourt. Now Heinrich's going to throw it in. So here we go, 3.4 to go, Wolves ball up two. No timeouts. Benjamin runs the baseline. Looking, looking, looking. Just throws it deep. Nobody's touched it. And now it is touched by Quinn Johnson. They foul him with 1.6. Good play. Good smart basketball play. They couldn't get it in short. Don't eat the five seconds. Back in the old days, that would have been five seconds because it probably didn't get touched. Fourth foul on Heinrichs. 1.6 to go, though. Quinn Johnson to shoot the one and one. If he misses either one of them, Axtell's just got to grab it and take about a 70-footer. That's all you've got because you have to have him miss. If he makes them both, it's over. You almost wish it was a two-shot foul. The free throw's good. Well, that takes that away. All 14 points for Johnson in the second half. 65-62, 1.6 to go. And the second free throw by Johnson on the way, and it is good. 66-62, 66-62, Runge lets it go from three-quarters court and almost made it. It hit the square in the front of the rim and went out. Probably a good thing it didn't go in. You probably would have felt even worse. What a great basketball game here tonight. I think Coach Brent Heinrichs got everything he could have out of this Axtell team. It just shows you how tough the FKC is 
as we head into the tournament next week. And now Axel has to come back and travel over to Highline, which is the Eustace Farnham Elwood co-op. And they play a doubleheader there tomorrow. And then when we get to the uh, boys tournament next week, Axtell has to play Elm Creek in the first round. We will have that game from Loomis on ESPN Radio. And then Loomis will get either SEM or Wilcox Hildreth. If Axtell could upset Elm Creek, they're going to get another shot at these guys. Pleasanton's actually the number one seed. 66-62. Loomis remains undefeated. We'll look at the numbers. Talk with the coaches and more right after this on the New West Post Game Show on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. The Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Team is proud to launch our brand new Lip Tub line. We have specially formulated a variety of tubs for the benefit of producers across the region. With several options, it will be easy for producers to get the most out of their supplementation program. Whether it's a need for elevated protein, added energy, making the most of low-quality forage, or even moderating stress in weaned calves, we have the tub to fit the situation. Contact your local animal nutrition representative today to learn more about what we can offer your operation. Tougher together, Aurora and you. And welcome back, everyone, to the Carney Tug and Repair broadcast booth here at Axtell. What a ball game we had here tonight as the Loomis Wolves find a way to survive their contest and stay undefeated. It wasn't exactly like the girls' game, but the Loomis Wolves were down at halftime of both games, had to fight back. The game came down to the last minute, and Loomis ended up winning at 37-32 in the girls, 66-62 in the boys. This is the new uh, Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll take a look at the numbers here in just a little bit. But Coach Drew Billiter has sat down with us. and Coach, uh, this is one of those usually... They look at me and say, I don't want to see you broadcast my games anymore, but the two games I've seen, you've had to make major comebacks, but you have. Oh, yeah, it's a double-edged sword, I guess. You know, every time you come, we've had good comeback wins, but every time you do come, we get behind and we play a little lethargic early in the game. And um, 
In the third quarter, we went to our diamond press, which we've worked on a little bit. And once that sped the game up, you could just tell that was the spark. That was the energy. It was the same thing that happened in uh, in Elm Creek. We got a spark. We got a little momentum. And you can just feel it from the fans, too. Yeah. I mean, what a what a fun game uh, for you guys to be here. You know, good, good competition. Um, Nextel's got a good team. I thought, and I don't, want, I don't want to make a whole bunch of comparisons to when I saw Elm Creek because you played so many basketball games, but Elm Creek made shots, and there was some scoring in that game. Uh, Axtell, outside of Runge, hitting some threes. When he went to the bench, that kind of was the end of their scoring in the first half. Yeah, um, you know, they, they got some shots early to go for them, but, you know, the biggest thing is we couldn't get anything going offensively. We missed a lot of ducks. We couldn't get into... You know, we couldn't make any baskets to get into the press. We couldn't get them stops, you know, and get, you know, the ball going up and down in transition. So, um, you know, it, hats off to our kids. You know, I thought we weathered the storm early in that the first half. I thought it could have been worse than what it was, honestly. Tell me a little bit. I thought Aiden Lovett was huge for you tonight. It's not like he scored a ton of points, but he ended up with 10. He had to come in and play more minutes when Shea got the third foul and then eventually the fourth foul in this basketball game. And then you had Orchid in foul trouble. I said you weren't a very deep basketball team, but a lot of kids get to play because you win 20, 25-point games a lot. Yeah, um, you know, two kids that I thought stepped up big tonight was Jackson Lobby on the defensive end. I thought that he kind of helped, you know, get the spark going on defense, and I thought Lovett did a good job of picking the pace up. And you got to have those guys come in like we talked about when we were up in Elm Creek. Is like, where's number six? Where's number seven? What can they do for you? And, and like you said, they probably didn't score a whole lot, but uh, defensively, the energy, you know, just trying to help. You know, Jackson got a couple big steals down there uh, out of the press, and that helped get us going, honestly. As soon as it got going, then it was a really fun game, I thought. What did what did Axtell do to throw you off your game a little bit here? Well, they played Brent Heinrich's defense, and they slow it down, and they pack it in, and if you don't hit shots early, you know, I watched the Amherst film, and Amherst hit, Amherst hit shots early. Well, that changes the game when you're hitting shots, and they have to extend out more, and um, you know, when, when you don't hit shots and they pack it in, it makes it really tough to score, especially when they get back on defense. Um, that that first round, the 3-6 matchup between Axtell and Elm Creek will be a very good one. Yeah, unbelievable. And as as you said, you missed your first 10 three-pointers of the night, and then wow. you hit four out of your last nine. It just seemed like they were at key times. Axtell got off, the, got off the ground a couple of times. You cut it from 12 down to five. They took it back up to 12. I thought, well... This might be enough to get you into the fourth quarter. And no, then you really turned it around and went up by four after you were down by 12. Yeah. But they tied it up, 42 all. Uh, you hit some free throws. Uh, Quinn gets all 15 of his points in the second half. Shea uh, has 11 points in the fourth quarter. So the boys that were sophomores kind of got the job done. But if it hadn't been for Josh early on, it could have right. been real ugly. Yeah, Josh did a good job of getting us some buckets early when we needed them. Um, but, you know, as soon as we got Shea back in, you know, I – we got to find a way to keep him out of foul trouble. He's so good, and, you know, when he's on the floor, it changes the game. When he's not in the game, you know, it, it, he, we're just not the same team. And, you know, once once uh, Quinn got a couple shots, he got a little confidence, and, and that helped him out a lot too. But, you know, what a great team effort. You know, it wasn't just one, it wasn't just two. I mean, all the kids played well, and, you know, that was an uphill battle both ways, I would say. Drew, tell me a little bit about everybody talks about your speed, but it also plays into physicality when you're playing that tough a defense out there and you got a couple of kids in foul trouble. Uh, how did you handle that or tweak it at all tonight if you did? Well, you know, I just, you know, we, we needed it, early. It was pretty physical, I would say. And then, you know, they tightened it up a little bit in the second half. And, you know, we just told them to keep playing hard, you know, keep being aggressive. And, you know, I thought Shea did a good job of staying out of foul trouble. Um, 
you know, those are those are just tough games. Like you said, you want to play fast, but, you know, sometimes you get in foul trouble. And the more you press, you know, we kind of pulled the press off after we got the lead because we didn't want to keep putting them back at the foul line because that's how they were scoring a little bit. So, um, you know, you want to play fast, but sometimes that creates fouls and um, gets into the free throw line. If you are able to get out of the first round at your home place on Tuesday, you're going to play a team that played you tougher than anybody else, either Elm Creek or Axtell. Uh, how do you see the FKC tournament? And you haven't played Pleasanton yet. That's always that dandy at the end. I, you know, I just I don't even know. I mean, I think you could see a, a, a four-five matchup in the finals. I think you could see a six-four. I think you could see a three-five. I mean, I don't even know. I, I really don't. Um, the quality of basketball we have in the FKC right now is really, really good. I mean, I think one through six. I mean, you look at what Axtell did to us tonight. They're the sixth seed. I yeah. mean, that is a scary team to play. You look at Ainsley Litchfield, who almost beat Amherst. They lost by two. I mean, that's a scary five seed. You know. Um, you know, there's there's six really quality teams, and um, I like our team. I like our fight. I think that if we tweak a few things, I think we can be really good. You know, we didn't play well tonight, and a lot of it came from we went through about four or five games where, like you talked about blowouts, you know, we didn't get pushed, we didn't get tested. Now we've gotten pushed, we've gotten tested lately, and I think it's helped us a lot. This game will be really good for us going into conference tournament. Um, I hope we can take care of Sumner, and then, you know, we're going to have a really good match against Elm Creek. Whether I don't care who wins that game, it's going to be a great game. Well, you got some fans here that want to talk to you, so we'll let you go. <laughs> and, uh, Drew, uh, congratulations uh, again on a great uh, victory tonight. And we'll have uh, Tuesday's games on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com and then off to the Viero Center. Thanks, man. Thanks. Take care. We'll take a timeout, come back and look at the final stats and uh, run down Coach Heinrichs as the 66-62 Loomis comes back from 12 down to beat Axtell. We'll look at the numbers as well after this on the New West postgame show. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. It's cold out and you want a hearty hot meal in a hurry at a great price. Is that too much to ask? Not at Amigos. Now to February 18th, any Amigos enchilada dinner smothered with homemade enchilada sauce or new queso cheese is just $5. And there's new crisp chicken sliders too, mild or spicy. Right now, get a crispy chicken slider, small fry, and small drink for just $5. Enjoy the $5 enchilada dinner or chicken slider meal today at Amigos. And we're back on the New West Post Game Show. Here's a look at the final numbers tonight. For Axtell, just five players scored, three in double figures. Tyler Danberg, big night, 15 points, 12 rebounds, and a block. Zach Heinrich, 17 points, five rebounds. Nick Pearson, three points, two rebounds. Jacob Weir, nine points, five rebounds. Brennan Runge led the team in scoring with 18 points. He hit five three-pointers. Uh, just probably needed one more down the stretch there, and 
Couldn't get it to go. He had three rebounds and a block. Calvin Johnson, three rebounds and two blocks. I had Axtell for 14 rebounds in the first half, 16 in the second. Free throw shooting four of six in the first half, nine of 14 in the second. Three-point shooting three of 11 in the first half, four of 10 in the second half. Turnovers, four in the first half, nine in the second half. But they had eight in that third quarter. The rest of the game, they had five, and that's what helped uh, Loomis get back in the ball game. 27-19, Axtell was ahead at halftime. They scored 35 in the second half. You would have thought that would have been enough, but it wasn't. 62 points, 30 rebounds, 13 out of 20 at the free throw line, 7 of 21 from three-point land, four blocks, and 13 turnovers. Axtell now 6-2 and two in their last eight games. They set at 11-5. and five. They play Highline on the road, Elwood, Eustis, Farnham tomorrow. And then, as you heard, they go to Loomis to play Elm Creek Tuesday night, 6 o'clock, on ESPN 1460 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. For Loomis, they had six players score, four in double figures. Shea Swanson, 15 points. Eleven of those were in the fourth quarter. He had five rebounds. Quinn Johnson, all 15 points were in the second half. He had three threes and four rebounds. Aiden Lovett had 10 points tonight. He was 6 of 8 at the line. He had 4 rebounds. Nolan Benjamin, 7 points, 1 rebound. He made the last 2 free throws to seal the game. Carson Orcutt, 2 points, 7 rebounds, and a block shot. Uh, Jackson Lobby had a rebound and forced uh, quite a few steals there in that third quarter. And then Joshua Marcy, 17 points, 12 rebounds, and 1 block. 18 rebounds in the first half, 16 in the second half. Free throw shooting 5 of 9 in the first half, 7 of 13 in the second half. Three-point shooting 0 of 6 in the first half, 4 of 13 in the second half. Turnovers 9 in the first half, but just 3 in the second half. Loomis 19 points at halftime, 47 in the second half, 66 points, 34 rebounds. 12 out of 22 at the free throw line, 4 of 19 from three-point land, 2 blocks, 12 turnovers. Third-ranked team in D2, Loomis remains undefeated at 16-0 with a 66-62 victory. They will next play in the conference tournament at home at approximately 7.30 on Tuesday night, and they will take on the winner of Saturday's SEM Wilcox-Hildreth game. Again, on ESPN Radio, we will have the Power 99 games from Pleasanton Tuesday. Pleasanton will play the Highline Overton winner, and Amherst will play Ansley Litchfield. We'll take a break and see if we can talk to Coach Heinrichs. They haven't popped out of the locker room yet. We'll be right back. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission is not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. 
Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Again, some other scores from tonight. The Nebraska women uh, ahead at halftime, 39-30. to They fall 67-61 at Minnesota this evening. Then you take a look at some uh, girls basketball. Aquinas beat the Carney Catholic girls in overtime, 44-41. to Central City beat David City, 54-43. Central Valley, 8 better than Hartland Lutheran. Other girls' games tonight from the listing area. Fullerton beat Centura 52-45. Kennesaw over Deschler 37-29. Lawrence Nelson beat Dillard Dill 54-36. Lincoln Christian comes back to beat Grand Island Central Catholic 45-38. They'll play Hastings St. Cecilia. That game is coming up. Saturday at 4 on ESPN Radio, St. Cecilia beat Archbishop Bergen 45-32. to It was also uh, tonight, Meridian over Exeter Milligan, 50-40. Nebraska Christian clipped Wood River, 39-37. The Ord girls rolled up Donna from Trumbull, 53-16. Southwest over Medicine Valley, SEM clipped Amherst, 45-39. Sutton over Sandy Creek. And boys action tonight, the Adams Central and Northwest boys are headed on to the conference championship in the Central Conference. Adam Central beat Aurora 52-41, to and Northwest beat Lexington tonight 75-58. to Elsewhere, it was Bishop Newman over Archbishop Bergen in a consolation game. Kozad beat Gothenburg 60-54. to Deschler over Kennesaw 53-29 to in boys' action tonight. And Sutton beat Sandy Creek 37-36. to Again in the girls' game... Uh, Loomis got 20 points, 14 rebounds from Darla Thorell as they rallied from 7 down in the second quarter to win 37-32 over Axtell. And the Loomis boys rallied from 12 down in the third quarter to stay undefeated 66-62 over Axtell. Tomorrow night, we're open here on Power 99, but we will have the Kearney Catholic Lincoln Christian boys game. 7.45 on ESPN 1460 and the Adams Central girls game tomorrow on 12.30 a.m. KHAS. Then Saturday, KHAS will have the Adams Central finals. We'll have the Centennial Conference finals on ESPN Radio. And Saturday here on Power 99, the Kearney girls will host Omaha Marion at 5.15. The boys will play Creighton Prep at 7. Brent Heinrich's always good to chat with us, but uh, he is uh, tied up at the moment, so we will hopefully see him next week, and we'll wrap things up. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks so much for listening. 6662 Loomis survives at Axtell. Good night. This is Tom Collins with your Tri-City weather forecast. Partly cloudy skies with some light sprinkles. And later in the evening, there's a storm rolling in. Expect chills, thrills, and a 100% chance of jaw-dropping action. This is hockey at its finest. This is the Tri-City Storm. All season long at the Viero Center. Leave your umbrellas and bring your appetite for food, fun, and adrenaline-fueled mayhem. For tickets to the best game in town, visit stormhockey.com.
The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.